everybody, this is Patrick, and thank you for joining us on this episode of the Misfits Guide to Adventuring, a Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition real play podcast. And with me today is Matt. Hello. And we have Faye. Hello. And we also have Nate. I'm here, I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm here. Hi. I just saw your face just come into view, so like you're just swinging in. <laughs> I promise I'll be right back. <laughs> How is everybody? It has been a couple months since we've recorded. It has. It is now February 1st, and this horrible cold, snowy night. Yep, it's not bad. It snowed for you yesterday. <laughs> also, you're in the Midwest. We have delicate constitutions out here. Yes, they just throw a bunch of rock salt in the streets, not worrying about the effects on the environment here. Mm-hmm. They pave over the snow. Fresh layer of asphalt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> pave over the snow. We city folks are delicate, okay? We ain't rugged like y'all living in the countryside. I live in the city and I haven't left my apartment in 400 years. Uh, 400 days? Close, but not years. Years. I have the Snapchat treat treat to prove it. I can't talk. No, apparently not. (laughs) Well, it has been quite some time, so let's see if anyone remembers what happened last time on the Mitzvah's Guide to Adventuring. I'm going to roll a six-sided die. Faye, you're a 1-2. Matt, you're a 3-4. Nate, you're a 5-6. That's a 1. That's Faye. I do not remember what happened. Uh, <laughs> we were traveling to a city to meet um, Bear, and we kind of went underground. Like, we took a little detour. We found some stuff. We came above ground again. We're traveling. And you made your way to the city of Ferris, where you guys uh, pretty much found a place to bunk for the night, ate some food. Actually, did you like how I was like, we're playing Dungeons and Dragons, we're traveling, we went into a dungeon? Yep. <laughs> Quite simple. <laughs> Fortunately, I cannot remember the name of the tavern you guys went to, but Resden and Tina immediately just got their rooms and went to sleep. Gimlet went as well. Lyndon stayed up for the night, just uh, had a nightcap, and ended up playing some music with uh, what you learned to be a little musical bard named Exo, a little kobold. Yeah, he seemed nice. One of his little friends was causing some trouble, and they eventually left, and you uh, made your way to bed. They were a little rowdy, but they seemed fine. Do we know Exo? You and Resden know Exo. No, you split I, his I friend. I killed one of his friends, didn't I? Yeah. You killed Craven's girlfriend. I killed one, too. Burned him, I think. Yeah. Yep. So both of you murdered some of their friends, but they don't know you're here, so it doesn't matter. Murder? Ha <laughs> So, morning is upon you, and a couple of you got an early night's rest, and Lyndon, you met a few characters in the tavern and played side-by-side with Exo the Kobold Bard. And as you all wake up and make your way downstairs into the front of the building, uh, here you are. It is morning. It is a bustling city of Ferris. You have, you have the morning. Ah, well, good morning, everyone. I um, here's your uh, your talismans for the day, and um, ah, I feel like I've slept for months. That was a good rest. <laughs> you know, me too. It's very refreshing. Wow. I haven't used that voice in a really long time. <laughs> Me neither. (laughs) (laughs) I speak like this all the time. I have no idea what you all are talking about. Greetings, everybody. I've hit puberty overnight. (laughs) (laughs) Weston, how old are you? (laughs) Puberty is delayed in the desert. I'm early 20s. (laughs) Early 20s. Uh, Oh, my. Well, I feel like we should probably just go to the docks and see if, like, my dad's here. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I feel like we gotta like get the show on the road, you know? I'll oh, take makes some uh, of these dried meats for my pocket. Oh, the pocket meats. <laughs> uh, I was up to do my meditation, so I've I've eaten. 
We're good to go. Let's do it. Where's Gimnet? Uh, 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 I'm, I'm right here. Oh, sorry, I was just standing behind Resident. I was just trying to, you know, keep cover and all. You know, I mean, I don't yes. know where we are. You guys don't know where we are. Who the big hell knows city. what's looking out for us? Yeah, big city. Just trying to keep myself down. <sighs> we must know where the docks are, though, right? Like, it's probably oh, yeah, pretty it obvious. Is, okay. You can clearly see them from where you are through some of the city streets. It, it looks as if there's almost like a step down, step down, step down as some of the streets go towards the uh, the, the water itself. Um, but as you all begin to walk, Tina, you get a very common voice in your head. Good morning, Tina. We are arriving at the docks of Ferris ahead of schedule. Please book rooms with Gigby at the Stout Trout Tavern under Bear. Um, so, Is there any response? Yeah, I was going to just tell everybody what they told me. Um, do, I, do I happen to know exactly how many rooms to book? Like, this is pr- a pretty standard thing, I'm assuming. Um, all he told you was just to book was to book some rooms with Gickby at the Stout Trout Tavern under Bear. Well, but I know, like, how many people are on a ship, right? Yes, so, yes, like, you I would do, you know do. pretty much how many book rooms to book? Yeah, there's uh, probably okay. about four. Okay. And how many words do I get again? Is it 25? 25. Okay. Does anyone want to help me compose a response? Because I was just going to be like, okay. Sure thing, winky face. Okay, love you, bye. <laughs> oh, yes, I forgot about that. Yes, that's what I said. Every month I spend away from California makes this voice harder. <laughs> <laughs> that was your response? Yes. What, what well, Not every said? month I... No, yes. I can give it a shot. Sure, sure thing. <laughs> winky <laughs> face. Okay, love you, bye. What is winky face? You know, it's like when you make a winky face... And she does a winky face. It's like horrifying when Tina does a winky <laughs> face, by the way. Did you just do a verbal emoji? I've heard it called a sending emoji. Call. What's, yeah, what's an emoji? I don't know. I, I heard it on a uh, you scry channel. Did you get enough sleep? I did. I slept very well. I had some good dreams of treasures and ex- ad- adventure. Yeah, because you're talking kind of weird. I would like to um, ask around to see if I could find this tavern. Like, if someone can point me in the direction of this tavern. It's probably a sign with an erect trout sticking up. The stout. Did you say stout trout? The stout trout. Yeah, it's called the stout trout tavern. Either that or they have fish-flavored beer. Ew. You'll never know. Till you get there. There's plenty of people walking around. Yeah, I'd like to ask them. Uh, yeah, uh, you see this uh, older gentleman just kind of pushing a wheelbarrow with a couple rags flipped over it. Uh, looks like he is coming from the uh, the residential area and like some small farms working his way in. Uh, uh, hello? Um, hi, sir. We're looking for the Stout Trout Inn and someone... What was the person's name? I'm sorry. Grixby? Gickby. Gickby. And Gickby? Do you happen to know where that is? Uh, yeah, it's, it's down that way. There's a sign standing right right next to you. It just looks like you're pointing uh, right down pretty much on the docks, actually. Oh, just thanks can, so uh, much. Make way uh, that way. No problem. Can uh, Am I all done here? Uh, yes. Okay, bye. Good day to you, sir. Oh, okay, okay, uh, bye. What's on the off. sign? Is it a stout trout? There's a stack of various uh, businesses on there. Uh, the Stout Trout Trevor and in uh, Barrels Barrels 2. Uh, just a couple <laughs> other various businesses. Um, also clearly says the docks. Okay. Yeah. I'm assuming we're going to the Stout Trout first to like get a get a room or get some rooms. My, that is a extremely fat fish. I guess they call it a Stout Trout for a reason? I suppose so. Maybe we'll have trout for dinner. It's a little on the head. It is still breakfast time. You know, it is really early. Oh, I just meant like later. Oh, okay. <laughs> Can we follow the sign? Absolutely. So, so the Stout Trout Tavern is only a few minutes from the actual docks, uh, which is on the lower side, uh, where the edge drops off. And there's a couple sets of stairs that lead down to more wooden docks, uh, wooden platforms, 
whatever you want to call them. Uh, there's various buildings down here. You see massive amounts of rope, hooks, baskets, carriages, pallets, everything that you would expect to be put on and taken off of boats and ships. But yeah, there's a wide variety of shops down here. You can also hear a couple of various blacksmiths uh, tigging away. Looks like they're, uh, or sounds like they're just, you know, hard at work down here. Um, but yeah, it takes about 10 minutes before you make your way down here. And then look at that. There's a big fat trout on a sign. It says Trout Stout Tavern and Inn. Trout Stout or Stout Trout? The Stout Trout Tavern and Inn. Perhaps did the I stout say Trout Stout? Serves you trout did. Stout. There's so many words. Like a Trout Stout definitely sounds like a fish flavored beer. Yeah, but it's a Stout Trout. <laughs> <laughs> stout Trout on the Mount. I know, Mega 3 fish oil. A fount of stout trout. About with a stout trout? Ah, yes. Like... Walking about with a stout trout on a mount. Yes. <laughs> I'm writing this down. I'm going to write a song. <laughs> Have we seen any um, town guards or military personnel at all? Uh, you've seen a couple here in Airstream about just uh, walking. Looks like they are just wearing a uh, solid black garb uh, with a little silver slash gold lapin, a lapel on their shoulders, on their chest. It uh, does appear to be a little bit more of a well-guarded area, but they're just kind of walking around making patrols. N- none of the, um, I can't remember the name of the group, but the black and yellow ones that The were, Hive. Is it? None of them, though, hopefully. Oh, no, it, it, it is definitely them. Oh, okay. Yep, you can tell just by, like, the, the uniforms they are wearing, uh, a couple hexagons here and there. I'll try to keep Gimlet between, uh, uh, in the midst of our group rather than on the outside as we're walking. Over here. These fellows no, certainly no, get I, around. I told you I'm trying to stay hidden. I, I don't... <sighs> We're good. We're good. We're gonna get some food because I'm hungry. You're hungry? I'm hungry. I'd like to go inside the the stout trout. I'm assuming that they have food. <laughs> uh, it definitely smells like food, but it doesn't smell like fish. It smells like... Oh, breakfasty stuff. Bacon? <laughs> you can have fish for breakfast. I don't want fish. I hate fish. Especially fish cakes. Ah. We've never had pickled fish for breakfast. You've never lived. Ugh. I go inside the stout trout, and we can order breakfast as we ask for rooms, I'm assuming. As you enter the establishment, you hear a little jingle from the bell above you, and as you walk in, it does not look like this is a low-end little place. There is beautiful carpet, black and red, all over the place. There are various tables to the left, various tables to the right. It does appear that there's uh, quite a few people here in the morning. In the far, far end, about 30, 40 feet away, there's this big, long, red drapery from the ceiling to the floor. It just looks like it's covering the wall. Uh, the door to the left of it would be the kitchen. And you see this tiny little three-foot kobold walk up. Jeff, hello. My name is Gitby. How can I help you? Oh, hi. Hello. I'm Tina. Hello, Tina. These are my friends. Yes. Can I? This is Lyndon. Lyndon, hello. And this is Bresden. Hello. How are you? Uh, I am well. Uh, are you here to uh, to eat uh, the breakfast special? Or are you coming for? I assume you are here to eat. Yes. Y- yes. We can get the breakfast special, but also I need some rooms. Yeah. So rooms for Tina. Uh, no, under Bear actually. Under Bear. Okay. He claps his hands. He is in a really amazing-looking suit perfectly for his little body and behind him you just see uh, uh quite a few other little kobolds walk up all of them slightly different colors but everybody's wearing almost exactly the same suit jeff this is tina it looks like they are coming for a bear prepare prepare the room in the back please and you see two of them nod and they walk towards that curtain that's all the way in the back and they well it's actually for his whole crew i think 
it is okay. Everything will be fine. You see two of the kobolds in the back, they open up what now appears to be curtains, revealing a monstrous circular table with about 15 chairs surrounding it. Please, come this way. You will have the special, and Tina, yes, I will bring you the special for you too. Come this I way. I whispered to Resden and Linden, like, so fancy. This is quite posh. Looks very expensive. You didn't tell me, Tina, that your father preferred very posh restaurants and inns. Uh, I mean, I didn't really know that, I guess. Like, he obviously didn't stay in inns when he was at home. I suppose so, but, you know, it's it seems he must be very successful as a sailor. Please, please. I guess this way, so. This way. Let's, let us... We're let, following let, let him let as we're talking. <laughs> Edry and Kat will be your uh, servants today. Can you repeat those names again? Edry and Kat. You see a slightly olive-skinned kobold and a brown kobold standing at perfect attention, perfect manners, just looking at you. What can you, what, what do you need? I couldn't get you anything you need. Would you like anything? Anything? Anything. I think we'll just have the breakfast special, but that sounds kind of scary. Anything within reason. <laughs> that seems like a fair limitation. Uh, yeah, breakfast specials, I guess, all around for everybody, I'm assuming. Please, please, sit. We will have everything ready for you momentarily. This very is very well. awkward because I think Tina doesn't have great manners. Please, please sit. We'll bring you waters. We will bring you. Uh, would you like breakfast ales? Yeah. Uh, wines for me, please. Breakfast, breakfast wine. Breakfast wine. Breakfast wine. And for you, um, I'll just have water. And Gimlet just kind of like pulls the cloak over his head a little bit and just kind of takes the seat all the way in the back so nobody sees him. Is he kind of like Grogu? <laughs> <laughs> eh, no. <laughs> Can we say that on air? I think we can. As long as you don't say what show that's from. Wee, wee, wee. So, uh, y- you are all here in th- on this massive circular table. There are at least 15 chairs around it. You, um, I assume, are taking the chairs all the way in the far back. This way you can see anybody that is coming and going into this restaurant slash inn. And you have a couple minutes before your food comes. Is there anything that you uh, want to converse about? As... Two kobolds are standing there, almost as if they are guarding this little area. I don't really want to say anything in front of the kobolds. It's kind of scary. There are certainly places like this where I went to school in Sestoria, but the, the students didn't frequent them. Who's paying for this? I'm assuming my dad. Oh, definitely, Tina. I am not paying for this. <laughs> I check out the kobolds, just kind of like looking at them, checking out their clothing. Do they have any weapons? They have none. They are standing at attention, facing outwards. Okay. With their heads slightly turned, just to make sure if you call for them, they are there. So they appear like just pure servants, then actual guards. Yep. They are here to do a job. And it looks, from these two standing here, you can see the other ones walking all throughout the restaurants. There are four others, almost all exactly the same clothing. Some of them a little bit bigger, a little bit smaller, but they are just moving around, getting everybody everything that they need and they want. And uh, yeah, go ahead, uh, all of you, if you want to try to figure out who else might be out in this amazing establishment. Uh, go ahead, roll perception checks. The level of professionalism is quite astounding. Eight. I love playing a fighter. Twenty-five. <laughs> Twenty-five? Twenty-five. <laughs> Fourteen. Nineteen plus six. Tina and Resident are a little uh, distracted by the kobolds just there. It just seems almost a little you know, unnerving or nerving, whatever you want to call it. It's not comfortable. Uh, but, Linden, as you were looking around, you see uh, a couple couples just sitting there. Just looks like they're just out for their daily brunch. Uh, they seem so comfortable here, and they just uh, 
you see a couple of them wave their hands to you know, request like more drinks, and you see this orange liquid poured with some other bubbly stuff and like uh, some sort of citrus wedge chucked in there. Yeah, there's about a total of like 12 other people in here. Uh, all the way in the far, far back corner, there is one person sitting at the table by themselves. Uh, a woman just looks like she's sitting there by herself, sipping whatever she might be sipping. Well, I imagine this is like a very uncomfortable few minutes because like, I don't think Tina is going to say anything in front of these <laughs> kobolds. What do you think we can expect from your father when he arrives, Tina? I have forgotten why we are meeting him. <laughs> Says Faye. We're trying to get to the prime focus, no? Yes. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> okay. So as all these uncomfortable uh, moments pass, your, your daily special is brought over to you. All of you. Uh, there are four amazing plates. Uh, one plate in each of the kobolds' hands. They are dropping them off onto your table. So as these dishes are placed down in front of you, the daily special prepared it in such a way that when it's presented to you, not only can you smell the complexities of the dish, but it looks more appealing than anything you have ever seen in your life. There are poached eggs over cured meats on top of crusty seasoned pieces of bread with a light citrus drizzle on top of it all. But Tina, on yours, there are a stack of three what look to be the most decadent fish cakes you have ever seen, blackened on each side and just lightly toasted around the edge. And there's a little bit of a sauce on the side. Uh, roll a history check for me. Hmm. Ah, uh, yes. I don't add anything to history. That's a 12. A 12. There is something about this lemony, mustardy scent that just kind of snaps you back just briefly to your very, very early childhood. Before you even came to Belthoria. You just picture yourself like eating your favorite food in the world, these fish cakes, just dunked in this almost this exact same sauce. And you just have this kind of comfort as you take one and you dip it and you just chow down that first one. I try to do so with some good manners. <laughs> this has been Ratatouille, the role playing game. <laughs> I look under the cobalt's hats. No. <laughs> I just removed the dry bits from under my plate. Ignoring the poached eggs, like grab the meats and stuff and kind of dab the moisture off of them and nibble on them a little bit and, eh, eh, and kind of wrap it up in one of the really nice napkins and put it in my pocket. You see one of the kobolds turn towards you. Sir, Mr. Resin, would you like some more of the, the ham? I can go get you more. I'm good. Thank you. No, I, I can get I, you I, any, anything you would like. I can get for you. I kind of nibble over the course of the day. I don't eat big meals. Would you like some for your pocket? Oh, I've got plenty. Thank you. Okay. He turns back around. Please don't give him any more meat. Uh, but yeah, as you are all <laughs> sitting together consuming your breakfast slash lunch, Tina, go ahead and roll me a perception check. It's, it's not that hard, but... You know I'm horrible at these. Oh, that's not bad. Uh, 15. As you're trying to hold back while you're eating these little fish cakes and, and on top of the other breakfast, it, it feels like somebody's just staring daggers at you. And you just... You know that feeling you get sometimes when you know someone's looking at you? Can I look around and see who it is? Oh yeah, you, with that perception check, you look up, you scan the room, and you see this one person all the way in the back corner of the room just staring at you. Do I know him? You don't, but as you two lock eyes, she stands up. She begins to make her way slowly over to your table. What does she look like? I'm glad you asked that, because I have a whole description here. <laughs> <laughs> that was not scripted. <laughs> 
but it was descripted. As they uh, begin to walk towards you, you see this woman all dressed in black clothing. There's leather pants and there's a slate heel on her boots, on their two buckle boots. There's a two inch thick belt around her waist with a silver hexagon buckle. There's a couple pouches hanging from the left and right of her, both black with silver trim. And then on her chest, there's a golden hexagon lapel pin. What appears to be a flat black coated chainmail adorned with a few silver links added just to create a shape sits over a long sleeved black shirt with her middle finger and thumb through the long shirt sleeves. As you look up, you see this olive skin half orc woman with two braids on the left side pulled back to a ponytail and both sides of her head are shaved. And she walks up to you. <laughs> my, my. It has been what? 20 years since I've seen you. <laughs> Do I recognize her at all? Roll a history check. Oh, I'm so bad at these. <laughs> oh, 15. <laughs> oh, dear. These are just straight rolls, by the way, because I don't add anything. You don't add anything for history. Wow. No. No, I'm a barbarian. What do I need history for? As you're trying to recognize her, she looks at you and... Where is your wretch of a father? He wanted me to meet him here. Do I recognize her? You stare at her. With that 15, you haven't seen her in over, over 20 years, but... Here, dressed in hive armor and garb, stands your mother. <laughs> I was expecting him to be here already, or did he lie about that and have you come in his place? Hmm? Oh, I'm so sorry. Let me introduce me to your three friends here. My name is Kara Dn Radnot. Hey, oh snap. I am Katina's mother. Hi, Mom. Dear, you have grown. Yeah, it's been 20 years. Kinda happens. Yes. So, where is your wretch of a father? Uh, he's supposed to be meeting us here, I guess? Um, he didn't say anything about you coming. Oh, so he didn't bail. I kind of slinked down in my chair a little bit, just kind of slouch. Like, this is awkward. So awkward. Uh, excuse me. Staff, could you get us another round of drinks, please? <laughs> And popcorn. <laughs> yes, if you have some popped corn kernels, that would be ideal. They walk away. <laughs> Both of them. So what are you doing here? Why did he want you to meet him? He said he had something he wanted to show me. Are you guys, like, still together? Oh, dear, no. He... Not only did he leave me, but he left the hive so many years ago. When he left with you and your grandfather. Did I know that she was part of the hive, or is this completely new information? All new to you. You're part of the hive? Yes, I am. <laughs> I guess some communication would have helped, and... Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's not really my thing. Apparently not your father's either. <laughs> yeah, no wonder I'm so fucked up. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> so, <laughs> what is this thing your father... Do you have any idea of what your father wants to show me? I feel like we should wait for him. Well, we can stand here forever. Or I can well, stand yes, here and you can Well, yes, I learned my great communication skills from you. <laughs> I slink so further down into my seat where I'm all, my chin's almost on the table. <laughs> so awkward. Now, if you'll excuse me. Uh, resident friend, do you think that maybe we three should uh, give Tina and her mother some privacy? No, you guys should stay. You two have introduced yourself, but who is your other friend there? 
seems to be concealing himself. Ah, oh, this is up. my young cousin, Gimlet. Uh, hi. <laughs> he has a very rare skin condition that the sun really hurts, so he has to wear this garb all the time. Yes, hybrids like uh, like myself and those in my family don't always turn out uh, as expected. Listen, this is all well and good, Mom, but do you want to, like, sit or something? Oh, thank you for inviting me. And she pulls a chair out with her foot, sits down, takes her rapier off her hip with the sheath and places it on the table. Where is she in relation to, like, me and... Um, Tina is probably at the farthest seat. You are probably about two seats away from Tina to the right-hand side. This way you are given space because it's a big-ass table. Like, who doesn't want some space? Gimlet is to the left of Tina and Lyndon would be to the left of Gimlet. So she's sitting two seats away from you, Resident. Okay. On your left. So, how you been? Oh, I I am perfectly fine. How about you? What have you been up to uh, the 20 some odd years? I uh, I don't know, growing up without a mom? I slink back down again. <laughs> <laughs> you like reach for your food a little bit and like Tina yells and you're just like, oh shit. Do they have menus? There are no menus. Oh, okay. It is just the special, which everybody always gets the same thing. I pull out one of the books I've been carrying for this whole campaign and kind of open it up in my face. Oh, a studious one, isn't he? <laughs> uh, ma'am, could we offer you a drink on your uh, former lover's dime? <laughs> Absolutely. I'll take the wine. <coughs> so gross. As soon as the uh, odd turn wait phrase. staff return, I shall <laughs> place the order for you. Please, continue. Oh, Where is my popped corn? <laughs> <laughs> Poor Matt drinking his tea. Popped corn. That was come out his nose. <laughs> where, is, where is my popped corn? <laughs> well, uh, so I am, for the most part, stationed here. Come from back and forth between Sistoria and here in my ship that's on the air dock. Air dock? And, oh, sorry. Yes, air dock. It's the platform that's... Above the sea outside. Is that a flying ship? Yes, Astoria has airships. I, I've heard of them. I've never seen one. Can you give us a tour? Uh, let us wait for her wretch of a father to get here, because I really want to see what he has to show me. Reston, please do not request tours of government property. Oh, okay. Give you a little thumbs up. So, yes. so have you met anyone else? Work is my key priority. There's a lot of things going on in the background that you would never know. So, there's that. I- Well, never know, because you never told me. Eh, well, I also never said hello when I was in Belthoria at various times. I kept my distance. Oof. Yeah, that was great for my upbringing. I was tracking your father down, but apparently he was never home, always out with his friends on his missions, as he would call them to you. <laughs> Left you there to- <clears throat> Raise yourself. You can see I her. Turned out great. You see her get a little choked up when she said that. And where's your, as you called her, your sister, the tiefling? I perk up a little bit. She left. I roll an insight on that. You are not getting anything else out of Tina. Are you gonna try to be deceptive and lie, or not try to hide anything? No, I'm no? just not saying anything okay. else. <laughs> that looks like there's something in there. I won't pry. Don't worry, dear. I'll probably be out of your life once again after your father gets here. Dude, Tina is messed up. 
And for you, Lyndon, you see this bowl of corn? It's just corn it cut popped? off the cob. No, it's just cut off the corn. Ah, well, close enough. Uh, there are, uh, there's another round of drinks here. Thank you, sir. And she just takes a swig, knocks it back. I hope well, it's just like the most awkward, like, ten minutes ever. <laughs> Nobody's talking. Right as she picks up her glass to knock it back, I start to raise mine and, like, propose a toast and see that she, like, before I even speak, she knocks it back. <laughs> I'm like, oh, um, he's like, drink mine. So I assume for, like, a minute or two, all you hear is the scratching of quill on parchment as Lyndon is sketching the situation. Yeah. for the And the rest of us are just, like, silently eating. <laughs> I like lean over and kind of watch Lyndon draw a little bit. It's like slightly caricatured. Yeah. Like the emotions are played up a little bit. I feel like anytime you guys like try to make an excuse to leave, I'm like, no, <laughs> you have to stay. I like whisper in his ear, no, you, you need more contempt in the eyes. <laughs> I know what contempt looks like. Okay. Looks good. Maybe. Yes. Maybe you could- your drawing does look amazing. Who's that? I like. Can I have a copy of that? You see her just kind of. Leaning in. Oh, certainly. Is she right next to Lyndon? No, but she's le- she's leaning in, just looking. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. That's not my best work, but it's decent. Glad you're more interested in the works of some random person you just met than your daughter. Well, why don't you tell me what you have been up to, dear? <sighs> well, we've been trying to get here to get to the prime focus, because something's happening. Uh, you kind of see her perk up. What do you know of the prime focus other than the fact that it's in the middle of the ocean at the bottom? I think, yeah, I think Tina will tell her about the creature. Something's been happening and we ran into this creature that was like this giant worm that like came out of the ground. Really? Why would it be chasing you? I mean, I've known tales of them to chase after... A special type of being and hunt them down then why would they be after you well we're obviously delicious i mean just look at me <laughs> i don't think your daughter forgive me ma'am said anything about it chasing us it we were just in the neighboring town i forget the name of it um jenna we were in jenna and uh we were just coming out of a house of a relative of mine and felt the ground shaking and disappeared in the street we just happened to be the closest ones. I was told about that. I did send a couple troops up there. So that was you. We destroyed it thanks to your daughter here and the training she got from her father. She is quite the fine warrior. At least he did something, right? <laughs> she was fantastic. It was amazing. Now, why would it be after you? Because it does not come to the surface often. We didn't say it was after us. Oh, they, we just found it. They do not randomly come to the surface. Trust me. I've been hunting these for some time. You have your secrets, we'll keep ours. Well, speculation aside, I'm sure you would love to hear about the exploits of your daughter. She certainly does more damage than both of us combined. She's a hero. (laughs) Here, I took a sketch of uh, her slicing into this thing. Oh, can I see your book? Well, you can see parts of it, but parts of it are proprietary. Clients' portraits and such. Some of it is, uh, somewhat risque. <laughs> it does not bother me. Um, are you oh. allowing her to take your, uh, your sketch pad? No. No, okay. <laughs> she does have her hand reached over, waiting, almost impatiently. 
Okay, I understand. I really must keep artist and client confidentiality. You you understand? Yes, I do. <laughs> so what does the hive do? I'm not well, familiar with the hive. There's various tiers. Most of them are security. Some of them are seekers. Some of them are doers. I am one of the high people on the hive council. So you're, you're a high hive. <laughs> Yes. What they call you a queen bee? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. Oh, honey. Chunks of poached <laughs> egg are spewing. <laughs> it's hilarious. No, I am actually one of the captains of the hive. Well, it is quite the pleasure to meet you. The hive is very is prestigious in Sestoria. <laughs> Tina actually says that. Like, is it? Mm-hmm. I remember the hive keeping the peace very well in my school days. Oh, and where did you go to school. In Sestoria? Yes, in Sestoria. I studied my well, almost completed my barding studies. Which college? Making him look through his notes. (laughs) Making me read Pat. Gosh. I don't even remember if we gave this college a name. That's why I'm making you make one up now. (laughs) Oh, I attended the Silver Oak Institute. Ah, the Silver Oak Institute. Look, listen, Mom, why do you care? Like, you literally have been disappeared for, like, 20 years, and all of a sudden you just show up, and you're trying to, like, show interest in me and my friends? Like, what the heck? I'm not really trying. I more have to. It's for work, dear. (sighs) Ah, that makes sense. You see, she didn't come here because she loves you. She came here because she had to. For work. I'm sure that makes it better. (laughs) I down the rest of my wine. Uh, can we get some more drinks over here? I think we do need maybe two more rounds. And maybe some uh, more of that corn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> After much more awkward banter and chat, the tavern door finally opens and you see this sailor-looking goblin enter. Whoa, hey, hey, they're in here. Bear, they're in here. Look, they got the they got the whole table in the back. Oh, 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 God. Oh, thank Tina the goes, goddess. Thank God. <laughs> oh, she... Did, did you tell her to come? And you see Bear just kind of walk in, just, Ah, Tina! Oh. Well, didn't think she was going to be here yet. Awkward! Awkward! Bear Red Knot, this is your life. Uh, uh, Tina! Tina, Resden, and, uh, you. You met Lyndon. I never met Lyndon. We have never met, but it is a pleasure, sir. This is Lyndon! No, help. Hello there, Lyndon. I uh, hope you're uh, keeping my daughters uh, safe. Uh, hello there. Let's uh, skip the pleasantries, Kara. You're only here for one thing, and that's it. But we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, where's uh, where's Nayla? She run to the bathroom. Uh, she didn't come. No, did she go uh, back home with her mom? Maybe. Oh. <laughs> Nobody was at the house when I stopped by there earlier, so. That was a couple weeks ago, so who knows what happened. So, Tina, Resden, new guy. Hello. Again, I feel that we should give you three some privacy. Nope. No, 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 right this there. is great. You this is great. Right yeah, there. everybody sit down, eat food, drink. Yeah. Yep. Bear, have you met uh, also Lyndon's cousin, nephew? What did you my, say? Yes, what? my younger cousin. And I know full well Bear knows who this is, but I don't want to... Have him put his foot in his mouth? Yeah, about that. 
Yes, my cousin. Their name is Dale. He turns around and he asks the uh, two kobolds, gonna need you to, uh, gotta shut the curtain. Alright, no problem. And they... Alright, let's just uh, get down to business. First off, that little guy over there, yeah, your friend, Gimlet, she needs to see him. I don't think that's a very good idea. Why? Well, if you said you want to get down there, she might be your ticket. What are okay. you- Who- What is that then? Is that not his cousin? Brother? Uncle? Sister? What is it? Yes, my cousin. Uh, we really should give you some privacy now. Gimlet, can you- Can you- Can you take off the- The hood? Arca. And Gimlet- If Linton tries to get up, Tina like forcibly like drags him back <laughs> down by his cloak or Tina. something. Gimlet goes in- kind of untangles his antenna that have been wrapped in this burlap sack that's been stitched around them, wrapped around his waist, and he just starts to pull everything off. Kara, this is what you need to see. Not wait, not... Tina? Mm-hmm. Your mom? Kara, sorry if there was an awkward meeting here, but she works for the Hive. I don't know if she mentioned that. Yeah, we kind of went through all of that. Oh, good. Then all the pleasantries. You guys are great there. parents, you know? Yeah. Just wanted to say that. Yeah. Yeah. My dear, why do you have one of those? How? How is it here? She starts looking at him. Well, I'm not. What? What are you looking at me? Um, I have to take that now. We have to. I have to go bring him to Sestoria. I mean, we gotta get to the prime focus. Well, and how do you exactly expect to do- Oh, that's why he called me here, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. I love it when Pat talks to himself. <laughs> well, now, this isn't what I was expecting. First, I get to properly see my daughter for the first time in 20 years. Thank you. Not my fault. And now I see one yeah, of them. Yeah, whose fault is that? Let's, Let's put, put it, it on, on both of us. <sighs> well, so you did lie to me a moment ago, which is fine, because I've been doing it forever. So that thing that came from the ground over in Jenna that I have learned about was after him, part of your group. This happens more often than you would understand. <laughs> Tell us about it. Are there other things like Gimlet? Oh, there are much more than what you see here. Where did you find him? Hold on. I cross my arms a little bit. <laughs> now that I'm two glasses of wine in, a little more courageous. <laughs> Liquid courage. Why don't you uh, tell us a little bit of what you know first, and we'll open up once we trust you. Well, what exactly would you like to know? Because there's a lot. Well, me and your father, we both used to work for the Hive. I bet you didn't know that, did you? Wait, I told you that. No, because yes. you didn't drinking. raise me. <laughs> no, I did not. But he did. Uh. Yeah, you can see the confusion in both their eyes as they're trying to <laughs> set things right, but they're not. They're just making them worse. Okay, okay. This is what is going to happen. This little guy and you three are going to come with me to Sestoria. If you absolutely think you're going to get down 
where you think you need to get to. The only fast way is from Sistoria. Other than that, there are tunnels all around on Threal, which will take days upon days and weeks to get down to traverse. And once you get down there, it's... <sighs> what is what is Javerse? Traverse. Walk. Travel. Oh. Uh, Tina is going to look at Lyndon and um, Resden to see if they're in agreement with this plan. I'm not leaving the little one. I, I don't want to go. Well, don't you want to go to the Prime Focus? I, uh, I don't know what exactly it is. I mean, is it is it home? I feel like there's only one way to find out. Uh, well... Dear, there is... We're gonna have to show you some things you're not gonna be happy about. It's... Oh, no. Mm, to add more to this great big happy family reunion. Do you have an attachment to your little friend here? Uh, yeah, he's a friend. Yes. In the coming days, I'm gonna have to show you something really bad. If you care for this thing, then... His name is Gimlet. <laughs> Most of them are known as Uratai. They don't have names. This one does. Oh, can you spell that? I did it, like, episode 13. <laughs> Uratai. I think it's O-O apostrophe Ratai. Okay. <laughs> Why don't we take a moment to recognize that you're speaking of a thinking being as an object and give you some moments to reconsider that decision? Well, my furry, feathery friend, I have... <laughs> I have seen many of them. Most of them are... Uh, inside tanks. This is the first free one I've seen in some time. Inside what? Tanks. You know, a cylindrical glass tube. Like animals? Perhaps worse. How is Gimlet? How is Gimlet reacting? Gimlet is just kind of like sitting there, cringing, pulling back and further back and further back and further back and further back. I don't like this. And you're okay with that, ma'am? Well, it is their whatever they excrete that powers my airship. <laughs> Why would I not be oh. okay with it? Oh no! <laughs> well, I think we're going to have a problem. And I think we're going to leave it right there. And I'd like to thank you all for joining us on this episode of the Misfits Guide to Adventuring. This was a, a long time coming and a, took three months to get here of not playing any D&D. Uh, before we get to you guys, I would love to say, with as many projects and ideas that we have uh, going on at the Cast of Many Things and the Misfits Guide to Adventuring, I would like to inform you all that from here on out, all the Misfits Guide to Adventuring and all the spin-offs that I am the Dungeon Master for will be edited by Auto, and I would love to thank them for an amazing job they did on the first four episodes short that we have coming your way very soon. You can find them over on Twitter. That's at H-U-M-A-N-W-R-E-A-K-A-G-E. That's a wonderful handle. <laughs> Human Rickage. And where can they find you guys? Faye? You can find me also on Twitter and Instagram. My handle is at Captain Fake Eye, spelled Captain F-A-K-E-E-Y-E. -E -E, or you can find me on my other podcast on Twitter at HowTheQuest. Which got some weird shit going on right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and what about you, Matt? Also on Twitter at Longfellow underscore Matt. And what about you, Nate? You can find me under a snowdrift 
or as long as my phone battery holds out on Twitter or Instagram at Nate Scott Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us on our adventures this episode. Please follow us on Twitter at Misfits underscore Guide to keep up with our announcements or to just chat with us. You can also join us at Cast O Many Things for all our other upcoming projects we have in the works. All our episodes can be found by searching Cast of Many Things on iTunes or Podbean or any other podcasting app of your choosing. And if you enjoy our content, please leave us a nice rating and review on Apple Podcast Review or Podbean. You can even find us on our email or send us a message on our email at castofmanythings at gmail.com. And lastly, we have a Facebook page, which we need to update, but we will stay on that as well. Thank you very much. Uh, We want to hear from you guys, our loving, adoring fans. So until next time. Okay, love you. Bye.